If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Every minute of my day, because it didn't feel like work, I was doing. I was doing all the things business related and it didn't feel like work. I had to pinch myself a couple times. Yeah, my money wasn't coming in like it used to and my I don't have paid vacation anymore, but like I was happy. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels, from brand new to burnt out, who want to grow in business. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. Since starting Jennings Photo in 2010, growing a photo business has brought me so many opportunities. It's changed my life for the better, and I want that for you, too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. You are tuned into the Photo Business Help Podcast. My name is Natalie Jennings. This is part two of a two-part interview with Julie Furno. Julie is a San Diego-based wedding photographer and podcaster. Please go back and listen to part one if you missed it, because there's a lot of backstory there that you're going to want to check out. Today in part two, we cover networking, building a photography business, what it's like to be a podcaster, and all sorts of other things along the way. Looking for a professional website for your photography business? Then check out Pro Photo. They offer tons of beautiful designs to choose from and a builder that gives you full control to customize however you'd like so you won't get stuck with a cookie cutter site or have to pay a fortune for a custom one. With top-of-the-line dedicated web hosting and amazing support, let ProPhoto partner with you to make your website a great one. Right now, for listeners of the Photo Business Help podcast, ProPhoto is offering a special introductory rate of only $25 per month for the first 18 months when you sign up using the coupon code PHOTOBIZHELP. So that's $25 per month, almost half off, for the first 18 months that you try this out. This is hosting with the beautiful templates. The code is PHOTOBIZHELP, B-I-Z, when you check out. So whether you've never had a website before or you're looking to make a switch, using ProPhoto will give you a site you can be proud of and the support you can trust. And I can speak to this. I use ProPhoto for my theme. I have for about eight years now. I'm now hosting with them. Their customer support is unparalleled. They're an amazing company to work with. Once again, $25 per month for the first 18 months with a special listener code, Photo Biz Help. Without further ado, this is part two of my interview with Julie Furno. Welcome back, Julie. Thank you for joining me for part two of our of our interview. How are you doing? Thank you for having me again. I'm excited to get back in it. I'm doing really well. Thank you. Awesome. I'm so glad you're here. If you are listening today and you did not listen to part one of my interview with Julie, 
jump on back to that one so that you can get a little backstory about what we're talking about today. And we left off, Julie, with, we had such a great conversation last time, but we left off with sort of the beginning of your photo business. And one of the things that I wanted to highlight as we kicked off this conversation was that you, and it reflects on kind of my own experience, you really did the work. You met people, you were out there, even if you had to force yourself out of the house, you were learning everything you possibly could. You were just like in the, like, I like, it's like in the learning flow, right? It was the exact opposite of going to that corporate job. It was like, you were probably working maybe like me, I'm just assuming here, long hours learning all that stuff, but it maybe didn't feel like work. Yeah. Every, every minute of my day, because it didn't feel like work, I was doing. I was doing all the things business related and it didn't feel like work. I yeah. had to pinch myself a couple times. Yeah, my money wasn't coming in like it used to and my I don't have paid vacation anymore, but like I was happy. I was so happy yeah. and I could wake up whenever I wanted, which was huge for me, but I'm not a morning person, but I do wake up early. I still set my alarm clock every day. That hasn't changed. I'm the same. <laughs> uh, I don't like getting up early, but I do it. <laughs> but yeah, I just transitioned from uh, miserable and unhappy at my corporate job to just what the heck am I doing? I'm so lucky to be doing this and fulfilling my, I, and I call it a dream because it, it was a dream. I was the girl that always had the camera growing up and taking, I swear to God, I invented mm. the selfie because I perfected on those little, <laughs> those miniature, like little disposable cameras. Like I could take selfies mm -hmm. so well, not of me. I was never only in them. It was me and like friends and I could get like six people in them. I was so good at them. That's awesome. But like, I just always had the camera and it always was my passion to do all the things photography related. And I can't even dream of anything better unless I grow in this general niche, like, you know, the photography niche. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know where to go from here because I have so many directions I could take it. Yeah. I just, I think it's really interesting when I've spoken with folks and I've had a few of my students over the years, you know, leave their jobs and they've been delighted about it. And again, this is, this is so dependent on uh, personality as well, but I think the risk often puts people off as well as some of the stable aspects like, you know, that we view like, how am I going to have health insurance or how am I going to take vacation or what if one month I don't know how much money is coming in? And those are all very real parts of, of doing this. However, I hear it in your voice and I know from my own experience that if if the flow is there and the energy follows it, as far as like just feeling like yourself, those things get worked out and they're different. You have to pay for your health insurance and you have to create your own space for vacation and breaks and you have to, you know, do all that. But it feels different. And, and I believe that, you know, risk is something that we're not really and you you're from the Midwest, so you you can feel that even more. But we're just not traditionally taught that that's an okay path to take. We're, we're trying to take the most stable risk-free paths, or at least we're, we're brought up, you know, what are you going to, what are you going to go to school for? Where, what, you know, like that kind of thing. When are you going to buy your house? In high school, don't you wish there was a program to teach you? Like they teach you, which pisses me off. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not supposed to curse. You can say whatever you want. Okay. It makes me so mad because they teach you to get a degree and go work for the man. Like that is what they teach you. Like 
no word about like going and finding your own path and anything about entrepreneur entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. at all. I don't remember any of that in high school. And like, I feel like there needs to be some sort of lesson as long and with like credit and all the things necessary to live life that they don't teach in high school, which is a totally different story. Right. It's just one of those things that they teach you that you're supposed to go and work for the corporate America person or be a farmer in Iowa or be like, just do what your family did, like take after whoever. Yeah, there's just a path. Right, right, right. And I think that's changing now from what I know, just in my own education background, I do think that there's more discussion, especially since technology's changed and stuff. So there's, good. thank goodness, a change in that. But the way I grew up, and it sounds like the way you grew up, it was not the case. So you started your photography business, you went through the shit to get there, just like I did in terms of like massive upheaval. And I think, I think, just like what we've seen in the world recently, sometimes the upheaval is where the new stuff has room to grow, as mm-hmm. as cliche as that sounds. I believe that. I'd like to hear just a little bit about kind of some of the challenges that you ha- encountered. I mean, you're inspired, you're doing what you love, just like I was, but that doesn't mean it was all, you know, roses and unicorns. So, Okay, so this is where my path is, is it kind of changes my challenges. So at the very beginning, I met so many people and I kept going to all these networking events and meeting the same people. And you know how you network and you go to one meeting and you're like, I didn't really meet anybody, but then you go find that one group that you love and you keep going month after month and you build these relationships with all those people. I kept seeing the same faces over and over. And then they started to ask me to second shoot and I didn't have my own business coming in. And so I just said, yes, 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 I do. Number one, that was the best thing I ever did. I learned so much faster about all the things, second shooting. It was absolutely crucial for my my path of where I am today. Yeah. Second shooting, it just did everything for me. I could witness and try things and do things on their time, not mine. And that was so incredible. And then after... It takes the pressure off mm-hmm. because you're not in charge, but you're still learning. You're still in the situation. Exactly. And if you're listening to me, as you always are, dear listener, you know how huge I am on community. And I think that that's one of the pieces that is tough for people, including myself. Like, I do not like to, like, get out of my cozy house at night, If you know. But I think that if you want to expedite your journey and have the support along the way community is it's key it's key community is key key. consistency is key i say all these things (laughs) anyway it's number one thing in my book build that network of people that you know and trust and build a community that you can send referrals to and they will send referrals to you it's so important it's not competition heck yes it's not yeah you can say community over competition all day long it's true like just make friends with your industry it's so important yeah so yeah i started second shooting and after each wedding, I would go to the lead shooter and say, I, I would love feedback. I want the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell me. What did I do good? What did I do bad? And so they, some people did, some people didn't. It's just who sure. had time and who didn't. And I was so thankful for that feedback. And I took it all to heart. And I, whatever I needed to work on, I worked on. And whatever I did good, I continued to do good. And I tried to do better, you know? And at the end of the day, I love that all the lead shooters were so happy with me. And I don't want to like toot 
toot my own horn, but like Jasmine is super picky when it comes to second shooters. And like, I'm just glad I made her cut. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She has high standards and she's an incredible photographer, Mm -hmm. but that's, you know, there you have it. I mean, like, it's nice to have something to measure yourself against, you know, where you're like, Oh, cool. So I shot for her and another photographer, um, often, Here's the challenge. I put their businesses over mine. Mm. I second shot. I became a second shooter. I did my own weddings, sure, but I didn't work on my website or my social media or all the things that get me to the next level. Of course, I said yes to them, and because it was it was back to the corporate America. It was easy. It wasn't easy per se, but it was like easy as they booked the dates. It was set up for you. It was set up for me. I'm so used to having a routine. So these dates would come and I'd be Mm. like, yes, 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 yes. And I should have said no more. And I should have set more time on the calendar for me and my business. And so I can thrive. I, I am the first person to say I am so excited to see them thrive. And I almost care more about their businesses than mine horrible. Not okay. Horrible. Well, and that's a learning, (laughs) that's a learning piece. And I think an incredibly valuable nugget for listeners, because being in that space, you know, like recognizing that that can happen is I think useful, something that I'm sure you would have loved to know. uh, Absolutely. I would have listened to that person be like, Oh, okay, I'm gonna like, go halvesies. Like I'm going to say yes to half of them and the other half mm. I'm going to say no. And I'm only going to take the venues I really like, or I don't know, sure. some sort of expectations of what I need to do to make myself successful. So I put all of that stuff on the back burner and I watched these two incredibly different. I, and I can say this, like one is super like, they're both high-end photographers, but they're very different styles of editing. And I can, I'm a chameleon. I can, I always shoot the same, but they can edit to their, their brand. And that's what both of them loved is that I, I knew what they wanted. And so Mm -hmm. I, that whole time I was confused. What do I want to do? What do I, what are the clients? Like I want high end. Yes. I don't want to do like Jasmine style is more like quirky and fun. And there, every time I go to her weddings, it's like the best party in the whole world. And they're celebrating their true love and amazingness. And then I go to the other mm-hmm. ones and it's like high end luxury, a million dollars of flowers. And like, yeah, it, it's so crazy. And so I was like, I want to marry those two and do a brand, but I want to travel. <laughs> so I'm rebranding right now. Nice. And I finally know who I am as a photographer. It only took me a whole year of quarantine to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> um, but I'm branding right now to reflect that. I want to work with couples who absolutely uh, value the the photography aspect of it, who are typically entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs that know how it is to like work hard and get where you go, but enjoy travel and food and fashion and architecture. And that doesn't have to go by the traditional wedding guidelines, wherever those are. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that. And I, I love that quarantine was, was your catalyst because I also have done a, a bunch of reworking of Jennings photo and I have announced to my audience that I'm not shooting weddings after this oh. year, you know, 10 years later, it's uh 
And who knows? What's really lovely about any decision you make as a business owner is two years from now, I could pull out my 200 wedding catalog, 250 weddings and and start all over again. And that's yep. not all over. But you know, it's not nothing is uh, nothing is permanent. But it's really cool to dig in and kind of use your experience to recognize what you really love. And I, I love that you're doing that. What I want to make sure that we get to, in addition to the fact that you're really clear on your ideal client, which is something I coach to all the Listen, time, I, I want to hear more about the the podcast journey, yeah. because you have a podcast. I do. I do. Called Photo Spark. Yes. It is called Photospark. It's it's like um okay, so let me preface that it is on hold right now because so much has changed in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um it was a group of four and now it's one. So And you're the one. I'm the one. Um <laughs> <laughs> so we are going into our fifth year and it was an every other week podcast and we have over two hundred epi- episodes. We did take a Woo-woo. We took a break a couple times when we had missing people because we had no idea how to go, like go on. And it was crazy. So our uh, podcast is candid conversation about photography and business, uh, just sharing the ups and downs of mm-hmm. owning a business and what it's like to go through this journey solo and uh, having no coworkers most of the time are working from home. And it's just a big, different beast than working mm-hmm. in an office with people. Yeah. So a lot of the times we feel alone and we don't know how to do and we compare ourselves to others. And so we just share the ups and downs of it, the ins and outs uh, about all different types of aspects of photography. Mm -hmm. And I just love helping people. And I like I don't pretend to know it all on the podcast because I don't I don't know hardly anything. Like I'm a learning person every single day. I work hard mm-hmm. to learn things. So I bring on expert yeah. guests who know about each subject, SEO or marketing or right, right. interesting or whatever it is. And so it's just yeah. fun. My favorite thing about it is meeting people like you and learning their journeys and like hearing all about it. And those people are so helpful to my listeners. And I love that from the comments. It's like, we're best friends in the car, you know, and it's, it's just, it's cool. So right now we're on hold and it's coming back, but we just went to one and I have to stop saying we, because it's just me (laughs) now. (laughs) So there's this kind of, that's really cool. It's going to be a transition period and I'm stoked and I have to rebrand a little bit. We just we just uh, worked with the girls at Launch Your Daydream. A huge shout out because they're doing my brand. I loved them so much. Uh, I was like, take oh, nice. my money. You need to do my brand. I loved working with them. So cool. But yeah, I'm rebranding it. Just removing. I love the branding, but I need to remove the person out of it. And so I'm really excited to get back into it. Mm-hmm. It's just a little scary knowing it's just me because sometimes I'm an ideas girl, but I'm not a doer. Like I'm a, my follow through is shit. <laughs> oh man, I feel like you need to take the strengths finder because this is what I'm talking about. Because you, when you, so when you talk about it being a very insular kind of solo journey, it is so often. And, and again, with the podcast, you had, had a crew, but for the most part, going off and doing this, unless you're 
partnering with your your partner or whatever or someone else it's it, even then it's still very solo and i think that that's something that when we compare ourselves to other folks and every human being does that and if you can be present enough in your own headspace to recognize when you're doing it i think that's really healthy but that's so true yeah to like pull back but but we all have different innate things that we're stronger at than others and some folks are naturally self-starters they're natural executors they're natural and i'm speaking to the strengths again just using that language but some people aren't and that doesn't mean that you're any mm-hmm. less of a photographer you just may need a hand in other areas of your business my not genius zone is accounting <laughs> and i learned that the hard way like for years i would just like i mean it was actual here's a way to identify if something is not your strength it is painful. It's painful. It feels like you're pushing a boulder up a hill. It takes you it takes what take it takes you hours what would take an expert, you know, yeah. minutes probably. And so, you know, getting the accountant and bookkeeper on my on my team, I guess, you know, was I mean, it changed everything. And then the other thing that I felt like I was pushing up the hill was editing podcasts. I edited the first probably 150 episodes of this show and I had a podcast that I started in back in 2013 that I did all the most of the editing on and I would get like this stressed out like right now we're chatting we've had a longer interview than I usually do I would be I would already be thinking about like oh my god this is gonna how am I gonna edit that and this is gonna take me you know I'd be like worried about how much time it was gonna take I knew it was gonna take me right way longer than etc etc and so got a production set up going I have someone else doing I have like a I hired someone to do publication and blog ah. posts and all this stuff and so now I get to do what I love doing I get to sit here in front of the mic and then I get to hand it off and it gets edited it gets published the blog post gets written yep. and it all gets done I am you own. are goals girl <laughs> goals <laughs> because I my partner she did all the editing and the blog post and that is makes my head just cringe. It, that's yeah, the that's boulder. boulder. That's the boulder. Ugh. And so I need to Ugh. figure out how to outsource that and let go of control. Yeah. And what's really cool is that is not someone else's boulder. Mm-hmm. And so when you find that match, it is, it's so freeing yeah. because you're offering someone an opportunity to, to provide their strengths, exactly. you know, and, and I think that that's really cool. I feel like we could go I, on we forever. Could. And I, I want to be. I know. I'm a wanna, natural born chatter think, anyway. <laughs> well, I think it would be really valuable for everyone to just pick this up again in a few months and have you back oh, on the show because awesome. I feel like there's a lot of points. I have a lot of things I wanted to touch that's on okay. and we didn't, but it everything worked out the way it was meant to. One thing I like to ask folks at the end of the interview Ooh. is if you have a favorite piece of advice to share with listeners. It could be a quote you go back to. It could be anything. It doesn't even have to be related to photography. It could just be something that helps you be a human in the world. I think little by little has been my motto, the whole like journey of my Mm. career. Because if you set a big goal and you write that big goal on the piece of paper, that goal is hard to get by Mm -hmm. to come to. But if you put tiny little goals to get to that big goal, you do them. And I'm a huge believer in like setting up your year on paper and putting things on your to-do list. I have a day planner and I have a a goal planner. 
and they are not the same. And so my goal planner is just the little by little. And my day planner is my day to day tasks that so just little by little do things, watch things grow little by little. And it's huge. That's like my biggest piece of advice for people. And don't freaking compare yourself to others because that's the worst thing in the whole world. Cause you are good. You're, you're good enough. And yeah, there's enough jobs out there for all of us to succeed in the world of photography. And it, again, little by little, get those 12 wedding clients, get those 24 wedding clients. That's all you need or yeah. 24 portrait clients. Yeah. Yeah. Get that one get and one. then get the next exactly. one and then get the next exactly. one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're speaking my language because <laughs> I, anyone that's worked with me knows I use the metaphor of like a tree uh, all the time, but like, you know, it's like you have to plant it and nurture it. And, and I mean, it takes a while, but day by day, by the end of a lot of days, you've got something to show for well, it. Well, my you- fiddly fig right now is the perfect <laughs> example. Uh, she, has lost when we moved here we lost so many leaves and just now she has been sprouting out just new beautiful green leaves and I'm just so excited she's growing were you looking at my stories no why (laughs) okay because yesterday I posted that my fiddle leaf fig is sprouting new green leaves and I (laughs) it's so exciting I'm such a nerd. <laughs> if you don't know what a fiddly fig looks like, they're beautiful tree-like plants, but they're also very finicky. And I've killed one, and I'm a pretty solid green thumb, so it was disturbing to me <laughs> that one died. And then I got this other one whose name is Flora, and she is like the most beautiful fiddle leaf I've ever seen. And all of a sudden, for the first time as a fiddle leaf owner, there's all these beautiful bright green new leaves, which are... Very exciting to see. I have never seen like... new ones grow from this tree. So I... Me either. That's so weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. We got this. I bet you didn't think you'd be hearing about fiddly figs today. <laughs> but that's that's what happens on this show. Well, thank you so much, Julie, for taking the time to do this. And, it, you know, as just the plant conversation demonstrates, I think we could cover a lot of ground um, in, a, in another chat. But... Before we sign off, and this will be in the show notes as well, where can people find you if they want to connect yeah. with you? So me, myself, and I, I'm Julie Ferno. It's F-E-R-N-E-A-U. That's my social media handle uh, on Instagram, and you can find me on Facebook that way. Clubhouse also. That's a new thing. And then uh, PhotoSpark Show is where you can find the podcast uh, or cool. PhotoSparkShow.com which is equally, you can get to all the places from there. So yeah, thank you so much for Beautiful. having me. I had so much fun. I could talk to you for days. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> we have a we have a lot of common, we've got a lot of stuff in we common do. in our journeys and just in life. And I think that I'm just happy uh, that you were able to share your story. And I hope that you, dear listener, find some value in this. Again, everything that we've chatted about that you might want to learn about will be in the show notes. So check that out. And I will be back next week, every Tuesday and Thursday with more photo business help goodies for you. And remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key. If you're feeling stuck growing your photography business, I put together a list of eight things that since 2010 have consistently helped Jennings Photo to grow. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things, the number eight, the word things, and grab this freebie. It's called Eight Things to Grow. It'll help you get your head sorted 
and give you a little bit more clarity. You know, I'm a huge fan of clarity around what you need to have in your business. So head over to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. Thanks.